who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Some of you may think a podcast about representation, it's not for me. But if you're a human being, then the podcast Reppin is for you, because we all represent something as people. So are you interested in knowing what you have in common with your favorite actors, to best-selling authors, and leaders in different genres? On Reppin, you'll meet notable people you think you know, You'll see what they show up for, and you'll see what they represent. It's an insightful, feel-good show, hosted by me, Evelyn. So come and take a listen. Reppin is available wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, Koopalings? Welcome back to Nintendo Voice Chat. We had to miss a week because uh, Papa Koopa was traveling or dead or whatever it is that he does. Yeah, you can't have NBC without me. Yeah, apparently. But um, anyway, we are back and uh, there's just a lot us. of... Yeah, it's just us. Core, the core crew. The core crew because we couldn't get anyone else to fit it in their Dyn- schedule. Dynamic duo. It's sad. But anyway, a lot of big news came out while you were traveling, Indeed. Rich. You want to talk about it? Yeah, a whole lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, let's see. So we got some release the, dates, right? Yeah, the 3DS. Wait, wait, wait. First one, first and foremost. Okay. Pokemon Conquest. Hell yeah. Okay, so this is funny. So so <laughs> for those who don't know or just, you know, don't pay attention day to day or whatever, I've been gone for a couple weeks. Um, I was actually, I went to Miami to do uh, some wwe-related activities which i can't talk about yet um you'll find out eventually calm down and uh (laughs) and then i went over to rome for captivate which we'll talk about a little bit um even though there wasn't any nintendo news i mean most people are aware that i I mean both of us like will do stuff that we we, i mean our bulk responsibility is nintendo but then we do a lot of stuff outside of it like you just did operation raccoon city the review (laughs) experience uh (laughs) And then, you know, like, I mean, I'm watching over RE6, like, but the bulk of the Resident Evil stuff comes through us one way or the other. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Altano sort of peeked his He's head mocking for a us second. for our two-person podcast, but yeah. he won't join. Yeah. Duh. How sad is that? It's just too many meetings. Um, but uh, anyway, so, yeah, so I was at Captivate. Anyway, this email comes into my inbox, like, Pokemon Conquest comes to the DS. <laughs> And, like, I didn't have time. I was, like, getting on a plane or whatever or running off to some event. And I was like, Pokemon Conquest? Because I have never seen a Pokemon game announced in the U.S. that Mm -hmm. hasn't existed elsewhere. 
and I didn't have time to thoroughly read through it or anything. And like, did the actual did the pre- I actually still have not seen I that press release. Did is it actually? Ex- I don't think the press release mentions Pokemon. For, for those of you who don't know, in Japan, yeah. this game is Pokemon uh, Plus in Nobunaga's Ambition. Yeah, which is a uh, or Conquest. Is it no no, no Nobunaga's Ambition? ambition. It's okay. a series over there, a strategy series, and uh, it's this crazy crossover. It's sort of Fire Emblem or Final Fantasy Tactics Advance type of gameplay where you mm-hmm. wield more than one Pokemon at the same time and you have them attack people and it's awesome. It's, it's still going to have type advantages. It's one of those things that we never thought would come I here. Never, I like. I wanted to play it, but when yeah. I first saw it, when we reported yeah. the Japanese release thing, I was like, this is never coming to yeah, America. We, I remember we actually waited a, like a day or so because we were just, you know, five million things to do and, and, mm-hmm. and it was sort of like, do we do we do this? Do we, like, I mean, this isn't coming. It's never coming but... here, so would we really, because we, you know, we do report on a lot of stuff that goes on in Japan, but we try to at least kind of make sure it, yeah, yeah, make sure that we're probably getting it here. I mean, that was sort of the weird thing about Xenoblade and Last Story was like, how much do we cover a game that you guys probably can't get unless you're spending a lot of money to import, yeah, you know? Yeah. Those are the sorts of things we always have to, but like, this is debate. one of those titles, and we were yeah. freaking shocked that it's actually coming. Yeah, I didn't even know until you told me that. I, I was like, what's this Pokemon Conquest thing? And you were like, Nobunaga. And I was like, Wow. Oh, <laughs> all right. So that's kind of um, cool. When's that yeah, coming out now? That is coming on June 18th. It's oh. actually a DS game. It's not a 3DS game, but you can play it on your that's 3DS. That's so awesome that now we have three Pokemon titles that are coming to the DS and not the 3DS. I but know. even yeah. more importantly, that's like a week outside of Pokemon Black White 2. Uh, in Japan. In Japan. That's true. Which is awesome. Lots so of they're gonna, they're going to get like, you know, a Pokemon game and we're, we're going to get, get Pokemon crazy, 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 crazy stuff. I'm crazy excited about it. I think it'd be interesting. It looks pretty cool. Uh, okay, so what are, what are the release dates do we got? Anyway, here's run, run, run what down. we have. Here's what your summer is going to look like, Koopalines, on 3DS. We have Mario Tennis Open releasing on May 20th. Sometime. We have Heroes of Ruin on June 26th. That's a good game. We have Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy on July 1st, and Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance on July 31st. And you know, the interesting thing, I think, um, and, then, and then, did you say Conquest on there too? Yeah, Pokemon Conquest, um, June 18th, a couple eShop games. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think what's cool about this is like, um, you know, it, it, it maybe doesn't have the, the power of Resident Evil Revelations mm-hmm. or maybe or Metal Gear or, Zelda or, or yeah, and that sort of stuff. But um, Mario Tennis is a good game. Yeah. Uh, it's so, so far from what but we've seen. If you haven't played those Mario Tennis games before, uh, th- those are actually really solid games. Like I don't care about tennis. I, I can't make I, myself care about tennis. I could not watch tennis on television for all the money. Exactly. Well, I no, would actually, just, all the money well, in the world I would, would get me to do it. Someone paid me, I'd do it. But I'd be <laughs> gnawing my arm off out of boredom. But anyway, these games are really fun, actually. Yeah, and, and so it's like and Mar- it's made by Camelot. It's the same company right. that's always made those the games: Mario Tennis, stuff. Mario Golf. So yeah, it's good and, stuff. Um, well, we'll talk more about that in a minute because you actually had a chance to play more of it. It, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, Heroes of Ruin is pretty damn solid. Like, I had a chance to play in your That's GDC. That's a really cool game. It's it's, good. it's a unique game. Um, I, I got to play a lot of that, too, for a preview. Uh, it's unlike anything on the 3DS. Right. So it's sort of like a Diablo-type type of game. Dungeon uh, Crawler RPG. Dungeon Crawler, exactly. Heavy on customization. Exactly. Um, and, we, um, we can talk more about what you did because we'll finish running through it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I thought one of the interesting things was that um, the dungeons sort of randomly spawn. Exactly. So like yeah. you can go back to the dungeons and mm-hmm. they'll be different from the last time you went there. Yeah. There'll be different treasure rooms, different enemies. So yeah. it's really, it's really cool. It's and very drop in, game. drop out, co-op. Like Voice it's, uh, support. Exactly. Like, uh, yeah, you can chat with your friends. It's pretty, pretty neat. Yeah, it's... Um, I like it. It's a good game. Yeah. It's really ambitious too, and it's original. And seriously, guys, you guys want 3DS support outside of ports? 
you have to buy games like this. Like, exactly. I understand, like, if you, you know, maybe you don't like that genre. Okay, fair enough. But, like, if you're on the fence, lean towards buying it. It's not that much If only as money. an investment in the future. Exactly. Like, you guys have to support the games you want to support. And, you know, Nintendo consoles have the reputation for everyone goes to buy Mario Tennis before they buy something like Heroes of Ruin. And honestly, if I had to make a choice between the two, I would get Heroes of Ruin. Mm-hmm. Just because it's a more full-fledged adventure. But, um, hey, save up and get both. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Theater Rhythm, I've had a chance with, and I really like it. Um, I haven't had a chance to play that one, but it looks awesome. The the music of Final Fantasy is incredible. It was such a goofy idea. I mean, you know, when I first heard of it, first I was mocking the name because, you know, for the longest time I was trying to, I was like, Theat rhythm. Yeah, wait, for like, like months. If you go back and listen to old yeah. podcasts, we call it like theat rhythm for like four the, months or the something. Goofiest name. And the, the funny thing is, I was like talking to folks at Square, and they're like, "Yeah, we're probably going to change that name." Uh, well, I guess nah, we didn't whatever. do that. Um, but yeah, so theater rhythm is very, very clever. Um, I've only spent maybe you know fifteen minutes with the back of TGS. It's basically like a rhythm game. You right. play as little chibi versions of yeah. the Final Fantasy characters. Yeah. It goes through all of the just the core entries, I believe. For uh, now. No, the, they'll eventually. So assuming eventually the DLC for they the have not. Determine DLC here mm, in the U.S., okay. which is uh, hope they do. I'm but sure. um, yeah, for now it's core entries, but they are going to get to all the side stuff eventually. For something like music tracks, especially, you'd think that'd be way too easy to. It's not hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it just it's probably just a matter of whether NOA has the structure and and in tech place in place then. in yeah, that time. That's true. Although it's it's a ways away. It's what uh, July, right? July. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's like a few different types of game uh, rhythm games you play in there. One is you know you sort of walk, and each one has its own sort of associated type of way of playing. But uh, one you're the little chibi dude walking across the battlefield, and <laughs> then the other one is like a, a actual boss fight um, mm-hmm. against um, you know that purple octopus dude in uh, FF6. I can't remember his name right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but I I, I just seeing him in the theater rhythm. Um, I and you played that. a demo. This? Yeah, it was just an early version back at TGS. Yeah. It was it was actually in Japanese, but uh, Square was you know sort of walking me through it and showing me yeah. what was going on. And then um, the third major mode, and there might be more that off, the, but off the top of my head, these are the three I played. The third one is sort of actually where you're playing through um, some of the cutscenes. Mm. Um, so like, if I recall correctly, I played like the Waltz of the Moon from Final Fantasy VIII. Oh. And, is it like and little it, chibi versions? Uh, no, no, it's the actual the it's the actual cutscene, and then there's just like little markers that you hit uh, mm-hmm. while you're watching it, or something like that. It's it's all. I mean, that's like seven, eight months ago, but yeah. um, that was the gist of it. Um, very cool, though. Very, well, yeah, very I mean, cool. like this is a pretty cool list of really different yeah. 3ds games that are coming all this summer. So. Yeah, and I mean, uh, what, the last ones are oh, Conquest. I haven't played uh, Kingdom Hearts. Seemed pretty cool. I mean, I'm not actually. I mean, I love Disney, mm-hmm. but I'm I've never been into Kingdom Hearts per se. But it seemed pretty good. I mean, the new it seemed battle fun. system looks. I haven't had a chance to play it hands on, but the new yeah. battle system looks like it'll be pretty cool. Yeah. And it's got Sora back, which. Eh. Yay. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's dive in a little more into. You, you had a lot of time with Mario Tennis and Heroes mm-hmm. of Ruin. Yes. You got to play Mario Tennis at a demo that I didn't get to go to, which makes me sad. Uh, what did they show? Like, what did they reveal? Uh, the Mario Tennis, uh, Tennis demo, they mainly were focusing on the multiplayer aspects and the mini games. The mini games are one of the more exciting things because, like, the main game is solid. I, I pretty much knew from what I played at GDC that the yeah, main the game GDC was going to be solid. Have we yeah. talked about that 
GDC stuff here? I don't know if we Maybe have, we have actually. It's very good. I mean, yeah. uh, it, it's a little it, more fast paced than yeah. some of the other ones, which is cool because like there's no like big long cutscene of Yoshi swinging. Right. It's just straight action. And they kind of got rid of a lot of the zaniness. It's much more straightforward, exactly. just tennis. There's no like, more RPG elements. It's just like it's yeah. tennis. It's a really good game of tennis. The one thing I thought was really cool was, um, and it took me a while to figure out exactly what was going on, but the, it's it's very positional um, strategy game, and that sounds stupid, but like mm-hmm. basically what it is is like there's those little glowing spots that show up on the map and if you make it to that little glowing spot and then you hit the proper button all your shots are color coordinated and so as long as you hit the proper type of shot you can hit like a very powerful shot and I thought that was very cool actually because it forces you to think about where you are on the court where Mm -hmm. those glowing spots are where if you can get to them if it's worth getting to them Mm -hmm. and I thought that was really cool because you know for the most part tennis I'll just you know I'll just hover in the center or whatever and you don't really think about it you just yeah, yeah exactly you get over there as fast as you can but now oh wait well what if i try and go for the riskier spot and stuff yeah and i yeah, thought yeah. that was really cool um and it made it very fast and addicting which yeah I that's what cool. stands out for me is that there's so much depth in it. this one especially is like it's not just button mashing like you probably could and you do okay but like sure. especially in the mini games they that those are there to sort of help you hone your skills and they really show you how yeah. much depth there is how the different moves shoot the ball differently and yeah. all kinds of things and they're really fun like there's one mini game I think they're called special games or something, but uh, where basically you're standing in front of a wall, and on the wall, the original Super Mario Bros. is scrolling by, and you have to like hit the coins and the That's enemies, cool. and you can go down the secret tubes and stuff. And, like, it's, is it just that one? Like, is it just one Mario level, or like, uh, is it just? It, it, it scrolls through the different levels. Oh, just all. Yeah. Oh, okay. So okay, it, it's cool. pretty cool. There's okay. one where like the different parts of the floor keep disappearing, and you have to keep the game going without oh, cool. it going through the hole. Like, oh, wow, it, wow, it's wow. pretty cool. Oh, Cool. a lot to it for just a tennis game awesome and did you did you get to play online or like test out the just multiplayer so i played stuff, multiplayer or? with the other people there. okay was, okay like, gotcha. local, but, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was cool it's a really good game of tennis so like whether or not you like tennis or whatever like this is a really yeah. fun game to keep your that's, eye on i mean that's what i've always loved about the mario sports titles is i know you know mario sort of gets sort of a crap deal sometimes because people are like oh he's everywhere he's in mm-hmm. stupid sports games but like I'm not the biggest sports game fan. I, I mean, yeah. I like I watch football, but I don't really care about playing video games about that stuff. But uh, the Mario Tennis ones always seem to kind of distill it down to something a little more entertaining mm-hmm. and, and kind of at a fundamental level. Add their own spin to it. Add, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's really cool. Here's a Ruin. Here's a Ruin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's just, it's remarkable how different it is from any other 3DS game that's mm-hmm. on the market. And like, obviously, I just played, you know, a few hours of it. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you had access to, what, like, three major areas or something yeah, like exactly. that? Yeah, exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if the story goes crazy or anything. Sure. But what I played, like, it was really interesting. There's yeah. a million quests. Just mm-hmm. even just running through. And I was, like, I was talking to NBCs and stuff, but I wasn't going crazy. Because sure. I knew it was, I was just trying to get as far as I could. But yeah. um, even then, I picked up, like, 50 side quests right. within 30 minutes or something. Yeah, and everyone just needs something or go kill this thing yeah just like go collect this many of this or go talk Mm -hmm. to this person or whatever so there's just so many missions so many quests so many things to collect it's just so much to do it's just this big like i said earlier just diablo style rpg on Mm -hmm. your 3ds and uh you can play online or locally was like was it to four players to four. i think yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. but um it's really cool uh, yeah i messed around with a little bit of gdc and i mean the thing i mean 
one one downside to it is I don't think it's maybe necessarily as graphically um, pushing the envelope as no, maybe no, no. some other games. Yeah, I noticed that too. The graphics yeah. are terribly impressive. They're fine. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah. They're not bad. I wasn't like, oh. Yeah. yeah. It's not like RE where it's like, whoa. Yeah, exactly. It's trying to do something a little different, though. It, it does remind me a lot of, like, you know, exactly Diablo. and it really like, has that feel. I mean, the it. character models and stuff and the kind of monsters and things sort of remind me a little of, like, maybe WoW. A little bit, yeah, a little yeah. World of Some things I wish the customization there had been mm. more to it because, mm. like, when I heard you could customize your characters, like, oh, cool. Oh, like, like when you crazy. build them at the beginning, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like you get there's like a handful of archetypes, like handful of colors, character right. types you can choose from, and you can yep. change the hair, but it's not exactly. too in depth. Yeah, it's it's pretty basic, and I think you can do a little bit of color swapping, I think, or something Just to that a effect. Little a little bit, bit maybe. Yeah. Fair call. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's it, at the same time, like when you get down into the mechanics of like. Uh, leveling up your character, not mm-hmm. so much like visually, but in terms of the skill sets and stuff. I thought that was really yeah, deep. Yeah, there's, there's just very a ton robust in there. skill trees. And yeah, full inventory system, armors, weapons, exactly. all that sorts of stuff. Abilities. Just there's a lot to this. And yeah. So I'm excited to see if it all comes together. Yeah. That because it's really cool. What I be played. Cool. I think you're gonna need people to play with. Um, yeah, like I. Cool. Yeah, I played on my own and also co-op with someone, and I can say that it's more interesting with somebody because you can sort of coordinate your attacks and all of that. It's still fun on your own, but it's definitely, it's made to be played with other people. That's why they made it so easy to do it. Uh, Let's touch upon one other game actually not related to these. uh, Spirit Camera. You just did the Mm, review. That's right. Didn't like it so much. Yeah, it was a really tricky one and Rich can attest to this. I I spent a long time working on this review and gathering my thoughts because it was such a weird title. It's like, it's not a bad game it's just that there was so little to it that Mm -hmm. it it really to me felt like a downloadable game like literally you can beat the whole thing in like three hours and there's very little interaction with the game for the player like you are are mostly just looking around and pressing a and then Mm -hmm. every now and then there'll be a ghost fight type Mm -hmm. thing but um I know, it's such a cool concept, but it just didn't really amount to all that much. Well, it struck me as, you know, I, I didn't have a chance to mess with it too much, but you were describing it to me, and, like, reminds me a lot of Face Raiders. It reminds me a lot mm-hmm. of the AR card games. In, different, you know, you're mm-hmm. creepier, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But in a weird way, I almost was sitting there going, like, well, wouldn't it be cool if this ha- hadn't been, like, part of uh, a firmware update for the 3DS, you know? Yeah, like, that been really when they cool. did the last update, you got uh, Find Me 2 and all that. Mm-hmm. So, like, what if this was that next thing? Because, like, you know, from the way you were describing it, it just, it seemed cool. And it certainly, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, scary horror games yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that but like why why not just make this it doesn't seem like it stepped it up too much from some, some of the stuff we were seeing in face raiders in those games mm-hmm. so why not just make it one of those extra awesome parts about being a 3ds owner exactly it's like the, the atmosphere in the game is great they do a great job of sort of setting the spooky tone and looking around at ghosts with your 3ds is pretty cool but there's just it doesn't go anywhere which is the big problem. It's like, yeah. I just sat down and thought about it. I was like, you know, if I had paid $10 for this on the eShop, I probably would have been a little peeved because there's not much, but it's <laughs> right. it's not a $10 eShop game. It's a full price And you said it's game. over in, what, like a couple hours or whatever? Yeah, two, you, three hours. you can beat it entirely, mine everything there is to do in it in just three hours. Yeah, that's a bit of a shame. Because, um, it's you know, it's weird. Is like, um, and we were talking about this too when you were sort of wrapping up the review, but it's like... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I first got the 3DS, you know, the, the software at the beginning, I mean, some of it was good, but, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it wasn't the sort of stuff where you sit there running to tell everybody about. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and, 
but the stuff I was showing off was face raiders. Was included. And the, the AR yeah. cards and stuff like that. And, and um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that it would be cool to see games really take advantage of this. But at least currently, it seems like, you know, at least developers feel limited or can only go so far or, Yeah, you know, and that's the other thing. Like, and I was a little disappointed because I... I thought that's what this was going to be. I thought it was mm-hmm. going to be taking the AR games to, to the, the next, next level, right. like making it feel like a full experience, but it right. still felt just like an included thing. Yeah, and Cre- then, uh, creepy face raiders. Yeah, Although exactly. face raiders always are kind of creepy. <laughs> well, yeah. creepier face raiders. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's another hurdle, though, is that it's sort of difficult to play. Because like, there were several times where I was like, oh, I want to play Spirit Camera, but uh, I'm... I'm sitting on the couch, right? And, and it's—I've uh, got the lights up. I don't want to go find a swivel chair and a room right. and a bright light, like because uh, with the AR games, you have to have bright light, otherwise your 3DS can't See, detect because the, the camera's the crap. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you have to have these very specific conditions to play it. Right. Which, I mean, yeah. Good it luck. Sucks. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's actually—I mean, in it's an not odd what way, you do about it, but it sucks. It's probably perfect for whatever office it was developed in. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's sort of the irony of it. Exactly. So, yeah. All right, cool. So, what else we got? That's about it. Oh, captivate, just in a broad sense. So, um, I think some people got a little too excited. Uh, both just, <laughs> just, just, you know, uh, you from, promised there would be giant yeah, Nintendo-specific exclusives. <laughs> so, like. Uh, some things to keep in mind, like I, we already mentioned earlier, but you know, Audrey and I cover more than just Nintendo. Um, and lately, especially, like I've just been handling a lot of stuff outside of the realm of Nintendo or stuff that does have some, you know, influence on it. Mm-hmm. But you know, one way or the other, maybe it's not directly there. But um, it's like for Rich and I are big Resident Evil fans, yeah. And so when something Resident Evil comes up in the office, like well, him or I will, yeah, generally take care us. of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you can expect both of us to be pretty much all over RE6 in the coming yeah. months, but um. Yeah, so I think a lot of people, when they see, oh, I'm going to Capcom Captivate, they're like, there must be Nintendo things yeah, there. And yeah. it's just not It's not quite how we cover games. We do have the channels. We do have the teams. But that's not exclusively if, what if we're always doing. one of us doing. has an expertise that lies yeah, yeah. in a certain game or genre, like, we're still going to... Exactly, exactly. Like, that. most people know that I handle a lot of Assassin's Creed stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Assassin's Creed 3 is coming to Wii U, but I mean, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, But, um... So, yeah, I mean, I think some people were ex- expecting, like, a ton of stuff. And the other thing that was, was interesting about Captivate, and this is pretty typical for these guys, is they're only going to bring a handful of games. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to just make announcement after announcement after announcement. The event actually isn't structured in a, a, in a fashion to allow them to sit there and make announcement after announcement. They, they typically have an evening reception where they announce one new game, maybe, mm-hmm. um, and then for the most part, actually, you're just going to presentations for games that you probably have already heard of that have been announced. But these are like, so like this event was the first formal debuting of our Resident Evil 6. Like we'd seen the trailer, yeah. but nobody had sat there and said, this is our vision. This is why we're doing this. Here's what the game looks like in action. Mm-hmm. Um, Lost Planet 3 was announced at the event. And then we got a presentation for it. Um, Street Fighter Cross Tech and Vita. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, DMC. Uh, don't make cry the remake of that so they you know and uh, there are probably other titles they have in the works um and yeah. actually uh, one of the capcom executives was on their forums lately because people were like well where's the monster hunter uh 3g uh, news you yeah, know where's yeah, yeah. where's that because it's out in japan obviously and everyone's wondering if it's coming to america and the executive basically said like don't 
get don't get too worried. They didn't outright say it, Which but like basically, me. It feels like it's going to come. I mean, that's a t- that's a tough investment for them because obviously in Japan it's just this huge thing, but here it's yeah, not that's nearly thing as about big. Monster Hunters, like it yeah. kills. It's a system seller in Japan. Yeah, like people buy a system just based on the promise of Monster Hunter. It's like as big as Pokemon or anything. I was actually laughing because so. You know, all this stuff went up at 8 a.m. and we've done a couple of little bits, um, you know, in the hours since then. And there were some people complaining, at, you know, at me, towards me, with me or not with me because <laughs> it's not a big deal to me. But um, they're complaining like how Capcom keeps shafting Nintendo. I was like, OK, like on Wii, it was a little weird. We got like the weird Dark Side Chronicles yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, whereas other people were getting like Resident Evil 5. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Try did come to Wii. Um, yeah. but also and it didn't do very well. I don't think it, it not here. And, no, not here. but what's important to remember is if you look at the 3ds, Capcom has supported the 3ds more than any other third party. And in a more like quality fashion, especially, mm-hmm. I mean, I think probably Ubisoft might have more 3ds games, but they're not very no, good. No, no. <laughs> um, but you know, Resident Evil Revelations, even the mercenaries, which, you know, is more yeah, of a yeah. decent game yeah. still, right? Uh, it's still like, it's good quality. And it's 3G, fun. which along with Mario Kart and Mario Land were the reason that the 3ds started dominating yeah. in Japan. Other than shafting Mega Man, they're <laughs> doing good. Other than whatever happened there, you're right. Like, uh, they had yeah. been a huge support of the 3DS when nobody else was. Yeah, yeah. And when other people were canceling projects, Capcom kept it through. Yeah, well, in a lot of ways, I think the success of Capcom's games on 3DS has sort of shown these other developers square, yeah. all these other people, like, hey, these things, yeah. they do well and yeah. they sell well. I mean, where other people were canceling, like I said, and where other people were just porting, Capcom, Capcom was like, here's an original Resident Evil game that not only is good, but it's one of the best looking games on that system, rivaling, maybe even besting, depending on how you look at it, anything Nintendo's done. And um, it's, it's like right up there with one of the better RE games, too. Like, yeah. they didn't, they weren't just like, oh, they stupid portable back. throwaway. Exactly. Like they, they made a real Resident Evil game. Yeah, so, I mean, I think for people to sit there and get frustrated that Capcom didn't have any Nintendo news at this event, it's premature and it's a little foolish. And um, it doesn't mean that they're not, they're not ever making games for Nintendo yeah. platforms again. And so the, they didn't have anything to announce. I had one interesting bit of news that I brought back Nintendo related, which sort of a disappointment, <laughs> but it was, it was interesting. And I used that word on Twitter and some people took it to mean like, Oh, there's a game being revealed for the 3ds. It's not true at all. Interesting to me is just what I mean. Interesting. <laughs> um, if I'm super excited and thrilled, that's different. But you know, when I came back, I was super excited about Resident Evil Six. I was super excited about DMC. I was super excited about Lost Planet Three. Why? Because I like video games. Yeah. So um, <laughs> you know, I like to play video games. But um, what was interesting to me is I was in the interview uh, with the Resident Evil Six producers, mm-hmm. and we're asking all sorts of questions. And I say, "Is this game coming to Wii U?" And, you know, you look at all the support that these guys have given Nintendo over the years, yeah. or especially lately, mm-hmm. and it makes sense. Their answer was not no. It was odd. It was, you know, currently we are focused on three. This is not a direct quote, but currently we're focused on 360 and PS3. At this time, we have no plans for Wii U. Yeah. That is not a no. no. It's just come, yeah. you know, we are just bringing this to this, this, and this. Now, there are two ways to look at it, and I don't know which one it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is it's you know just a polite way of saying, no, sorry, not happening. Yeah. But the way it was worded makes me feel like there is a little bit of an opening mm-hmm. that maybe they are planning on it. Maybe it's in the works, um, and well, they're just not allowed to say it. And like, let's be honest. It's an HD system, and it's 
Sure. I would guess it's going to go there eventually because I mean that, sure. that's what Capcom does. Remember, everyone remember when Resident Evil Four was a GameCube yeah. exclusive, and then it that, showed up on PlayStation Two very like two quickly. Two months later, yeah. Or so I mean, like, that didn't last. It actually got announced for PlayStation Two before it even came out on GameCube, if I recall correctly. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and I mean the, the the other reality of it is that if and 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 we're going to talk about this a bit, um, I'm sure at some point, but like in terms of Wii U it's supposed to be about as powerful as PlayStation 3 or 360. We're not quite sure how much, but mm-hmm. if Nintendo has any smarts, it will be very easy for publishers to bring their games that already are being developed for those platforms yeah. over to Wii U. They mm-hmm. need that equality. Exactly. Um, and that's a good segue into our next topic, which is yeah. there's been a lot of Wii U rumors popping up. Sure. Like, this developer says that it's the best thing in the world. This developer says that it sucks. Like, uh, something that people need to keep in mind is that these are all rumors. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't know, we won't know until E3 what's true. Because, like, we've had big developers saying that it's not going to be as powerful as PS3. We've had big ones saying, who are actually named, saying that it's going to be more powerful. We've sure. had people say twice as powerful. And, I mean, just, it, we don't know. The other thing is, like, it's, it's rumors and it's also the opinion of that developer. Exactly. Like, and, maybe that developer couldn't figure out the shaders or something, so they think it sucks. Yeah, like, I mean, it's different for you everyone. guys have looked at video games, right? I mean, like, not to be too <laughs> insulting about it, but, like, different developers are clearly capable of different things on the same platform, you know? Like, yeah. if I'm saying PS3 is this super powerful thing, then why does one game look like crap and the other one look amazing? Because different developers are capable of different things. Exactly. So if I'm a developer and I walk onto Wii U and I'm just like, ah, I can't get this thing to work, right? Now, maybe maybe the system has some flaws. I mean, like, for example, the PlayStation 3 was notoriously difficult to use yeah, early on. Exactly. And people figured it out, and then it worked. But mm-hmm. for some people to have a handful of months of access to this new platform that's evolving with dev kits, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, to sit there. And, I mean, I, I think it's, you know, it's premature for any developer to really speak. And, you yeah. know, I think a lot of them are just speaking because they're excited and they're it's a topic to discuss. But... Um, you know, just because one developer doesn't think it works very well, or even a few of them, does not mean that this thing is not capable. It, uh, it's anybody's guess. And the other thing is, is we're at an era now where game consoles are so powerful that in some ways it doesn't matter. Like it, the, how many polygons you can push isn't, and, and, and how crisp your textures are isn't necessarily as important as your lighting effects, your yeah, shader like right effects. Yeah, right now things are so realistic that it's just yeah. really how you use it, how yeah. well you use it Implementation of AI, stuff mm-hmm. like that is way more important, I think, to me and to the future of the industry than, you know, how this character model exactly. is, you know, and it, it to, and, and I understand why people get excited about that stuff. And, and, and when I'm talking about, like, you know, the power of their shaders and, 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 and all that sort of stuff and, like, AI and all that Good luck trying to tell me which console is more powerful. Yeah. Like, you want to go compare your shaders? Okay, you go compare your shaders. You go tell me what standard you compare your shaders. I don't know what you're going to do. And, like, uh, we already know that it's a 1080 system. They've already confirmed that. So it's going to look be capable of looking as good I mean, at least as ps3 that and, hd and zelda demo looked pretty damn you know good. it looked really crisp from yeah. where i was standing and, and who's to say what ends up looking way more powerful uh or whatever when the next xbox and the next playstation come out exactly. i mean everyone i remember the drum was getting beat that playstation 3 was gonna be so much more powerful than xbox 360 yeah, yeah, yeah. and the realities of the so industry the yeah the realities yeah. of the industry have to keep them pretty close yeah. like developers cannot afford to go crazy on one platform anymore they need their games to be across multiple platforms Mm -hmm. 
And so I, you know, I, I think so, we've gotten so many emails. I see them come through and I see them come through on Twitter. Like, I'm really worried. I'm really worried. Mm-hmm. I'm really worried. So, I understand. I can understand that in the terms yeah, of we, yeah, yeah. because we was like way was less way powerful, behind, you know, and we all knew that. And this and, is at least, it's going to be an HD system. So like, yeah. just don't worry. These are rumors. And like we said, a, they're rumors. They're early on. And yeah. you know, We've heard from both sides. We've heard people who are, who are very impressed and people yeah. who aren't. So I've, just... I've flat out asked some developers. I'm like, man, so we, you know, we hear some people just complaining about this thing, and they say it's not very good. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, some of these people have just been like, well, maybe those developers suck. Yeah, you know, well, or just... like the aliens colonial marines guy. He right. keeps going on and on about Wii U. He thinks right. it's that the tablet's great. He's even said that it's going to be the best looking one of all the versions. Sure. So it's sure. just it comes down to developers, like you said. Yeah. So just don't. Yeah, we've gotten tons of <laughs> tons. tons of emails yeah. and tweets and posts on our walls about this. Just don't. Just don't think on it. Don't yeah. worry too much about Wouldn't it. Don't worry so, too much. I mean, it's going to be an HD system, and that's really all you need to know for now. We're going to find out more at E3. But. Yeah, and and I know you guys get tired of hearing this during the Wii era, where like your games didn't look so good, but they yeah. played really well. Yeah, but it's like, not going to be like that. Uh, yeah, and ultimately it does come down to the games, though. Yeah, you know, I will take a Mario Galaxy over a lot of other games. Mm-hmm. And well, gameplay ultimately counts that's what matters sure. that's why we're all gamers because yep. we like fun gameplay so. <laughs> yeah hopefully yeah but uh and so yeah just boom. Don't, boom um don't worry about it <laughs> jumping back to captivate really quick resident evil is really pretty and cool and leon yeah you got leon that's a um <laughs> yeah just i mean lost planet 3 was really cool um, and then leon and chris point their guns at each other and yeah. it's like oh my god dmc was really cool now here's your cue to talk about resident evil some more no? That was no. my bit. No, that was your, that was <laughs> your bit. That it was, was it. cool. That was it. Um, yeah, I really, I really do hope Resident Evil Six comes to the system. But I, oh, uh, just one final note on that though, and like how they couldn't comment on it, or, or, or maybe couldn't. Um, I think it, it's kind of weird. We're seeing it's this weird inconsistency right now with people. So I mean, obviously, we've seen Assassin's Creed Three get formally announced for Wii U, mm-hmm. um, and yet it felt like maybe they could, Capcom wasn't willing to say anything on Resident Evil Six. Um, and keep in mind that when the 3DS first got unveiled, they announced, Capcom announced the support of two Resident Evil games. Yeah. And then they followed up, you know, a year or so later with two Monster Hunter games. So yeah. Capcom's clearly willing to put the support behind Nintendo if it sees fit. So um, we'll see. But um, it also just, you know, we've we've talked to other publishers and developers who aren't really willing to say whether they're, you know, doing Wii U. Or if they are, they can't really talk about it too much. And yeah. It's no secret that Nintendo every year likes to really just come to E3 strong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they like to keep their secrets. They like to be able to just be like, game, game, and game, game, And they just blow the lid game. off of it at E3. Yeah, and it always makes our jobs harder. But, you know, that's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would love it if Resident Evil 6 or what any other game, especially third party, could just be announced right now. Save me some time and trouble. Yeah. And, like, when I get to E3, I'd be like, okay, show me your Mario game. But, uh, you know, Nintendo likes to just really bring it. And, and keep in mind, this is a very important E3 for Wii U. I mean... It's the E3 for yeah, Wii U. Last yeah. year was like proof of concept. And I know a lot of people were like, oh, you got to show everything. Blah, 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 blah. Where's the release date? Where's the That's price? The people were expecting a little too much out of last year's E3. They were expecting a full reveal, which like yeah. if you have followed Nintendo over the past E3s that they've been to, they, they never do that. They yeah. always like, well, they we, always just like tease the system at We first. showed up at least once or twice. Exactly. Before it's it, like, yeah. here it is. And you sort of get talking about it. And mm-hmm. then like the E3 closer to launch, it's like, yeah. boom, here's if, what it is. If I recall, and don't hold me to this, but if I recall the Wii timeline correctly, it was like it got mentioned one year. The next year, 
like I think we saw the case and some basic discussion about mm. it. And I think the next and then between E3s, we saw the controller and then we had sort of the first formal unveiling, something like that. Yeah, yeah. And a bit of it changed, too. I mean, I remember when they yeah, were talking about like an add on that could play DVDs and stuff and that all changed. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and for a while, they were even being a little coy about its power level, too. And I seem to recall them sort of vaguely try and imply that it was going to be pretty close to these the the other systems but obviously we know it's that's not. not true yeah um it's it's all a little hazy but but you know it it took a little while but th- this year is big right so the, the system has to come out it has to come out it, it, you know they've said it's coming out by the end of the year it's got to be priced competitively yeah, i mean just think about that we're getting a lot of info at e3 if it's coming out yeah within a few months after and that, that- that said, I'm actually wondering if they do reveal all of it. I mean, you, mm-hmm. if you think back to the 3DS unveiling, they were like, yeah, Kid Icarus, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Here's the design of it. They did hold back on stuff. They though. did. They didn't tell yeah. us a release date. They or didn't... like the included games. Or yeah, they, we didn't like have that. a launch lineup. We didn't have a release date. And we didn't have a price. I don't think price. they had even detailed like the Friends. No. List yeah. A lot that, of that was, so. was still very vague. And then. Yeah. Full reveal doesn't mean they're going to give you like a manual of everything yeah. that it has. It just means that you're going to basically have yeah. a pretty good idea of what it can and do. And if you recall back to the GameCube, actually, so at the GameCube launch or debut, um, well, they, they had debuted the system. They showed the physical system at, I think it was Space World the year before, or TGS, I can't remember which, or both. Um, and they gave trailers for a bunch of games, whereas where that... Um, infamous zelda trailer yeah, showed up that we're yeah, all super yeah. excited about and <laughs> luigi's mansion got shown there and everything at e3 that next year they showed off the lineup of games and they gave a release date which then changed yeah, yeah it yeah. actually switched because it was um i believe it was coming first and then xbox was coming a few days later and then they swapped um we actually have a cool article. Lucas went and ran through all the E3s. Uh, yeah, Nintendo's yeah, passed yeah. like 10 E3s and it's in there. But um, yeah, so I mean, I don't know if we'll get all that. They do. I mean, and, and, and if you're thinking from like a company perspective, it does make sense if you do a huge blowout here with all your major games, but then you save you a few little bits, you know, so that you can get exactly like September. Boom, it's coming in November or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, I, mean I, I do fully expect November. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just traditionally what they do. That's um, what they've done for the last two systems, so it's yeah. a pretty good guess. They like bringing their big games in November. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's duh. a good time. It's like, ahead of Thanksgiving. Right before you know. Thanksgiving, Christmas. Yeah, yeah all the shopping stuff. Pretty so. much makes um, sense. Anyway. But anyway. Reader yeah. Q&A? Reader Q&A. We got, we got time for that? All right. I, I pretty much randomly grabbed four questions. Oh, so that should be good. Let's see. Scott Baker at this better be good. Uh, (laughs) My question is a bit random. Which Nintendo controller slash portable has your favorite D-pad? I asked because (sighs) he pulled out his DS Lite and he hates the D-pad. I actually really love the D-pad on the DS Lite, Mm. personally. But, um... Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, what's what's your favorite D-pad of all time? Uh... SNES? SNES is pretty good, yeah. I would probably go with that one. Yeah. I mean, the D-pad on the GameCube controller is crap. It was crap, and crap. it was just in the position where you'd never yeah. use it. It's great I, for most taunting, game... but that's about it. Exactly. Uh, I don't like the Wii's. Um, uh, the 3DS one's a little too like squeaky, clicky for me. I don't like Not that big one enough. as much. Not placed perfectly. Um, yeah. Um, I, I actually, honestly, not. I like just the, being that way. I really did like the DS Lite D-pad. I thought it DS felt Lite's really the good. Light squishier, and I is the clickier one. Oh, I can't ever remember which ones. I think I you're right. Think I think that's right. right. So I would probably go more with the eye than the light. Yeah. 
But yeah, I'd probably go with Destiny. But I mean, again, like the the weird thing is, is like when I'm saying my favorite, it also comes down to like the games that I was messing with at the Mm. time, right? So like, I probably played more games on the NES D pad just Mm -hmm. because I had the NES for longer and was playing it longer. The SNES had to go to a friend's house to play. But um, yeah. Although I will say that generally speaking, I like Nintendo's D pads more than anybody else's. Oh yeah. yeah, Because they have the patent on the plus sign, and that to me is just like that's just that is the D pad to me. Yeah. Whenever anybody else has the other weird like triangles and stuff, or like like where they're separated out, it's just irritating to me. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. I guess I guess the answer would be SNES, just from like actual design standpoint. I played the most probably with the NES one though. I guess. Yeah. So there you go, Scott. Yeah. And Ben Kihi. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> ben says, hey, NBC, I was wondering which weapons are your favorite in Kid Icarus Uprising? Oh, good lord. The only correct answer is Viridi Palms. Um, yeah, so I would go, uh, palms in general, I really like. They have the homing abilities, which is crazy helpful. I did find in multiplayer, I preferred to go to swords. It just mm-hmm. had sort of a more combat style and distance and, and range that I preferred, um, mm-hmm. and just power levels and stuff. Um, but palms were what I used basically the entire campaign. Yeah, once I found a set of palms, I yeah. found the Verde palms I liked, I pretty much just stayed with yeah. them. Like, I'd find new ones, and maybe they were a little bit more powerful, but I yeah. just loved the feel of it. I was going with... I think I was using Ninja Palm for the most part, but mm-hmm. it, and that was after I... I sort of... I breeded one that I liked. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That had some stats that I liked. Um, but yeah, palms, palms, swords sometimes. Mo- most of the other ones, um, just didn't really like. I just... I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Didn't have I, the right feel. Yeah, I don't like the ones that are like only melee. Super close, I don't like. Super far away, I don't like it's either. Have a good balance. Yep. Yeah, bows are pretty good too, but. Yeah, no, but. Yeah, like palms. Cool. All right. Two left. Timothy Johns. Is it bad that whenever I'm not using my 3DS, I leave it on the cradle? Will that kill the battery faster? Mm, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. You're probably. I okay. should just stop charging. Yeah, I'm off. I'm always paranoid about that. I don't know why. Like, I don't like to leave things plugged in after they're fully charged. Mm-hmm. But um, that's. I don't know if it actually does anything to it. Think so. I mean, it mine mine fine. runs out of battery all on its own. Just plenty, yeah. plenty enough. So yeah, I don't. I don't think it does. Yeah. So you're probably. I've fine. Never, I've never tried to test it though. I mean, like. I, you tell us, Timothy. Yeah, you tell just us. go sit there and be like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. All right, and Eli Wilson. When you first saw the Wii with its debut and trailer in 2007, were you disappointed with what you saw at the time? And if so, has the Wii U met your standards, and did you have a better reaction to Wii U? Oh, man. That's, so, that's going pretty far back. I'm trying to remember my exact... Re- I, I, To me, my, my like biggest memory of Wii... I was an intern at IGN back then, like back in 06. Because the system actually, did you say so, 07? Because it came out in 06. Seven. The system came out in 06, right? I believe so. I thought so. Because Xbox was 2005. Yeah. No, yeah, it was November 19th, 2006. Something like that. Something like that. So I was an intern earlier that year when they revealed the name. And uh, I was driving we, into the uh, office. We all remember that moment. Yeah. <sighs> and and I remember seeing, it must have been an email or something that came through. And I think it was Pear or somebody. Someone on the mm-hmm. games team had sent it through. 
and I was doing comic book stuff back then, but um, I was aware of it. And then I remember getting into the office though, because back then, uh, Pear and Matt and Boson were all, we were all in the same office down in L.A. Yeah. And I remember it was just like astonishment. Yeah. Like we were just blown away, and and it was weird because like I. Still knew I would buy the system. I mm-hmm. knew that I wanted it. I knew that. Yeah. I think at that point we knew Twilight Princess was coming to yeah, it, and I knew all that stuff, and 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 I knew I was going to buy it. But there was something about just hearing that name, yeah, and going, this system isn't quite going it's to be cool what it. Saw. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to be for me as much as the other ones used yeah. to be. Because I can't remember my initial reaction to hearing about the Wii, but I remember, yeah. I mean, early on, I was very excited. I was like, oh, sure. cool, I'm going to well, get to fucking wield a freaking yeah, like, wield a Master Sword. Well, dude, and... Like, early, they were like, revolution. I'm like, yes. Yeah, revolution. Yes, I was so yes, excited. Yes, it's like, yes, yeah. it's going to yeah. be the Nintendo revolution. Exactly. But uh, I remember uh, my boyfriend, John, actually called, because I was at school or something, and afterwards, he... I, he called me and told me this, and I thought he was totally pranking me. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, okay, it's called Wii, whatever. And then uh, it was true. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a strange thing, and we were just really all sitting strange. there, and, you know, the usual, I think the usual jokes sort of emerged around yeah, that point, because yeah, it was like, ah, yeah. ha, ha, ha. And, it's um, like, how do you go to your buddies and say, yeah, I just got a Wii, it's awesome. Yeah, totally. And like, I, I remember by the time the system came out, I totally, I was... You got I, used to it eventually. I was used to yeah. it, and, and plus it was a new Zelda game, I wasn't going to miss that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I thought Wii Sports was really cool, and I seem to recall my parents actually thinking it was really cool. Actually, mm-hmm. I ended up buying them one, a system, a year or two later. Yeah. Um, but the, it's been an odd system because, and there's absolutely no doubt that the system has had a very strong library. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think you could in some ways make the argument that this system has had a better overall library than GameCube. The GameCube, yeah. Um, and yet I remember the GameCube more fondly. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because it just felt like it was more for me, lunchbox handle and all. Yeah, that's know? exactly, is the GameCube felt like it was for gamers, where the Wii, like, while well, it did have some amazing games, Galaxy, you know, Twilight Princess, it had lots of great stuff, but they yeah. made it very clear that it, was, it wasn't just a gamer's console, it was also for the moms and the grandmas, yeah. and when you go down the Wii aisle, it sucks seeing all the shovelware and well, stuff. And there's something strange, but... too, like, over time, and, and there were a couple E3s in particular where mm-hmm. it, this just became so evident. There was one year in particular can't tell you which one but if i go look at lucas's old the features vacation uh, photos the um <laughs> yeah it was the one with new i think it was the one with new super mario brothers that mm-hmm. uh, we because there was it was like sean white snowboarding new super mario brothers we and i think that's the one that ended with we music i think yeah and that year right. was just such a devastating year because you're just sitting there going they don't have anything for me yeah oh and i actually i think um, when... I, all this is so hazy to me, but if I recall correctly, I think that's the year I went out and bought an Xbox 360. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was just like, I want games to play, damn it, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'd been wanting one anyway, but that was like a great year to do it because, like, yeah. I'm not buying Wii Music. I don't yeah. need Wii Music. I remember watching Matt suffer through Wii Music greatly, yeah. um, and uh, it just, uh, yeah, it was. Um, I don't know. Great system, great mm-hmm. library. At the same time, it just totally didn't feel like it was for you. So yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. It's yeah. really kind of a shame because all it's you got ever some great really games. yeah, all you ever think about when you think of Wii is like, oh, it's the family friendly system, blah blah, bad graphics. Controller not quite what I want it yeah, to be. Yeah, but it, it had great games like the Virtual Console. That was awesome. Sure. You know, like the first time it's we totally were able to underappreciated play all those too. games. Like, yeah. there was a lot of great stuff about the system. I know so many people, people that are like, they, they played some of those games for the first time on mm-hmm. Virtual Console and or uh, 
I mean, that was this is their gateway into Nintendo, yeah, you know, not not just exactly. like I missed this game or that game and now I'm playing them, but like this is my you know view into all of Nintendo's history, and that's a exactly. very powerful thing. And it's a shame that it never got as much of the third party stuff yeah, as it could yeah, have. Yeah. Um, but like it's something that you still, or I take for granted. Like we grew up playing these games as they yeah, came out, yeah, yeah. but like so many people, we get so many emails yeah. from NBC listeners or whatever, like who they didn't play Crown of Jigger until it yeah. came to Virtual Console. I mean, this, you're talking about a system that has not only Skyward Sword and mm-hmm. Twilight Princess, but Majora's Mask, but Ocarina yeah, of Time, but, uh, Link all to the, the whole past. Nintendo legacy yeah. backing it up. Yeah. So like. It, it was not a, bad. It's not bad. Like yeah. it, it was a pretty good little system, actually. It's they just too bad that its image is sort it of. It started marred. with that name. It's, exactly, and, that and, was and, the beginning. And after a while, I never had a huge problem with the name. I didn't, you know, it's fine, whatever, mm-hmm. no big deal. And now I'm just like, yeah, whatever, yeah, no big deal. But uh, it, it still was a very different signal. And and sometimes when you change your image. Yeah, when you change your image, that's just it. That's your image. I I sort of had a similar reaction um, when they announced that the new one was called Wii U. Because I was like, really? (laughs) Because, like, I mean, and like I just said, there are tons of things I love about the Wii, uh, and it was a great system in retrospect, but it's like I was kind of ready for that. I did a mental face palm. You know, it was funny. I was totally ready for Wii 2. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, when, it, when they did Wii U, Wii U. I, I, because so we were we were all in the auditorium, but mm-hmm. you guys were sitting off in a different area. I had to be collected to go talk to Miyamoto or whatever. Like if you have an interview after the conference, you sit in a special area yeah. so they know where you are, so they can like wrangle you. And then I ended up getting lost with the PR person <laughs> anyway. It was really weird. It was awesome, but really weird. But um, yeah, and I just remember sitting there and they said Wii U and I was like, oh, that's too much. Yeah. Too, too much, sir. You go too far. Like it was just, you know, it was again trying to be clever and cutesy and weird yeah, and like, yeah, and, yeah. and you were just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with Wii 2 or something else. Yeah. The Super Nintendo Ultimate, whatever, but like. This is Wii U, you know, exactly, and like I'll, I'll be fine with it again. I don't care. Like you, two years from now, we won't even think about the fact if they keep the name that it's Wii U. Yeah, and I mean, like uh, the graphics, cool. The Zelda demo was awesome. Yeah, I think that potentially, especially with Nintendo, just given Nintendo's pedigree, the the controller itself will do some amazing things, and in a way that. Maybe the Wii remote didn't. You know, you're still getting all your traditional controls plus the cool touchpad controls. Plus, you still have your motion controls. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think all that is really cool. And I think that um, it won't be as disruptive to core gameplay ideas. And especially because the system is powerful. Um, So that that hedges a lot of that. So now, Mm -hmm. you know, before I had to deal with the name and the branding and the image plus the controller that the, couldn't quite do the games and the that i really that weren't yeah. and all kinds of and, stuff and and cuz i know nintendo fans are out there going like they're like raging but um i don't have a problem with the wii remote i don't mm-hmm. but it also cannot do a lot of the other games that i like to play and it can't support a lot of the games that i like mm-hmm. to play plus the system power so that in and in itself is a problem. Like Nintendo knew just how to use it. Like Skyward Sword exactly. it was brilliant. I mean, Skyward, Skyward Sword, Sword is one of my favorite games of all time. Mario Done. Galaxy, like it, it was yeah. great in that. Those are all fine. But then even Smash Brothers, I can't play with the Wii remote. Oh, I will, no. <laughs> I, it makes me want to cut my hands off. And, yeah. and that, I think, you know, that's like one of their key franchises and you can't play it well with that. So yeah. that obviously is a problem. So. <laughs> my, 
Uh, my boyfriend laughs at me all the time because I'm always like, man, the one problem with the Wii U is that I won't be able to play Brawl on it. He's like, sure. what? why? You can use the classic controller. It's like, no. No. No, I can't. No. I have to use the GameCube controller. So if Actually, they can come up with a wireless GameCube controller for Wii U, <laughs> oh, come on. get on it, Nintendo. Oh, goodness. I, I think, know you're listening to this. <laughs> I think that the, uh, the Wii U controller could be really cool for Smash Brothers, especially like mm-hmm. I could just imagine – and I some reason I think this could be really fun, but if you just have this like giant button in the middle of it that's used for like special attacks, mm-hmm. so you're just like playing with the you know the the dual sticks and the, <laughs> and the buttons, and then you're just like bam, and you're just like slapping the center of your controller. I think that could be actually kind of addicting. I don't know why. It's like that the sorry game or whatever you used to yeah, play when yeah. you're younger. I think it's like that, or I don't know. But anyway, I just think it'd be cool. But um, yeah, anyway, I think I think to get back to this question, <laughs> um, Wii U has a lot of. It's more than just a name. It's yeah. more than just an image. But when you combine everything that was going on with Wii plus its name and image, mm-hmm. that's very different. And I, I, that's sort of the. It's very different. Yeah, exactly. That's sort of the thing with still going with the Wii branding is that it's yeah. sort of bringing a lot of the Wii baggage along sure, sure, for the sure. ride. But yeah, like, yeah. this is a whole new ball game. Like this yeah. is a whole new system. And that's a and whole think, new set of graphics games. Everything. And maybe that's why the Wii U name was actually a little disappointing, is because like this is so different. This yeah, is a new it's thing. It's not really giving. That's what a lot of people we've discussed this before didn't even know yeah. it was a new console. My parents didn't. They're like, "Oh, what's yeah. that cool tablet add-on?" Yeah, I'm when like, can I buy oh, that? It's yeah. a new console. Um, and you know, the other thing is, is I think that. Nintendo at the beginning of Wii changed a lot, mm-hmm. changed everything. Like they really, and I know people mock the Wii and all this crap, but like they really did change a lot of stuff probably forever yeah. about how this industry approaches a lot of things and, and a lot of games and console gaming in general. Yeah. I mean, you go look at move and connect. Mm-hmm. That's like billions of dollars of investment, largely based on what Nintendo did. And they didn't do crap with you it. You go look at even even <laughs> yeah. I mean, you go look at even Vita. Yeah, that's a weird name, kind of in a sense because Wii is a weird name. They would have, pro- you know, I mean, who's to say exactly what leads in all these decisions? But you go to a co- touch screens. You, yeah, you look at a company yeah. that has done touch screens, has done motion control, has like like they're always paving the way forward. Like maybe it's not going to be the most hardcore yeah. hardware, but like they always are looking for some innovative new way to push gameplay forward. By the time Connect and Move arrived, it people were like, oh yeah, well of course, right? That you know, motion gaming, yeah. Yeah, you know, was Nintendo no was the one that did it exactly. earlier, you know, and, and not counting like those weird well. Genesis accessories yeah, where you're punching exactly. and kicking or the power glove or the NES yeah. and Matt, the pad oh, thing yeah, where the you power run pad. on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So anyway, I guess, I guess the point being that my reaction, it's just different. It's a different yeah. era. The Wii was the first of that type of exp- like thing to happen. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're sitting there kind of shocked that the name is there and you're just like no yeah no that's (laughs) not the name and then you get shown the press release and you're like that is the name (laughs) excellent and i actually remember that they um that actually happened a couple weeks before e3 Mm -hmm. because they wanted that news to sort of like percolate and kind of get out there and get over with and, and just let that settle so that that wouldn't be the dominant news of e3 yeah yeah because you can't sit there and yeah it is so I have a feeling that if there were to be a name change or or if there's something kind of really shocking about this system that we yeah. might actually see it a little before E3 just because mm. they do that sometimes. If you yeah. want to get it out of the way, I mean, well, it, there's one it's no secret that uh 
the end of Nintendo's fiscal year is coming up in about three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, less than three weeks? Less than three weeks. And there's usually so, some sort of Yeah, every end of fiscal year. The last, the last fiscal year was the NTC Tech and the controller, but the also new the Mario new game. Mario game. Yeah. So um, we'll see. I mean, and, and a year ago is when they confirmed the existence of Wii U, that, that the yeah, system existed, yeah, yeah. and that they would unveil more E3. So um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It so. is a cool time to... <laughs> Be an internet it's kind of weird because, like, despite the fact that we don't have games, we should probably go soon. But, yeah, um, despite the fact that we don't have any games, like, uh, it's really exciting. Yeah. It's the new console generation. So. Yeah. So thank you for joining us on another Nintendo oh, yeah. Voice Chat. Woot. Boom. Keep it cool. We'll Koopalings. see you next week, Koopalings. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No, she was sent here anonymously. Uh Uh-uh, not she... They, maybe? Wait. I've never seen anything like this. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. My grandfather was a journalist back in the 60s and 70s. He specialized in strange stories. Who are they? How are they connected to the skeleton? Play the tape. You'll see. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often?